starting recording. Okay, it, it, I think I think no. I see it. Sluts, what's up? <laughs> this sucks our cold up today, this is where it's left. I am, first of all, welcome to the Full Volume Podcast. I am your co-illuminante, Harvey Brent, joined by my co-illuminante, G.I. Jolie. We're here to spill all the tea today. Yes, it is officially episode two. I almost said three. It's officially episode two of Marvel Disney Plus's Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. And let's just say we are still excited. We're still feeling the flavor. I love this show. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. This is a yeah. fun show. Oh, yep. Um, everybody is sort of comparing it to uh, Edgar Wright and Scott Pilgrim. And I'm like, uh, I see it. I see it. Yep. 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 Um, go ahead. Sorry. Actually, it's like a better version of it, if you think about it. Well, I mean, they got a lot going for them, but I mean, on any episode that opens with feels so good, like, come <laughs> on. When I that can't... came on, I was like, I haven't heard that song in a while. Damn. Yeah. I didn't know I needed to hear that song today. Um, I know it's not the same video, but anytime I hear Mace's voice, I see him and Puffy in those, like, big... Remember in the early 2000s when Metallics and Silver... Mm-hmm. Uh, like spacesuits were like really popular. I see them in that weird fisheye hallway wearing the big puffy LeMay suits. Took you back. Took you back yeah. to the 90s and it took you back to the loop in the mid 2010s. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and just when you think nothing can bring you to that dump, here we are <laughs> sitting in the back in the dark by the pool tables. That was a big venue. It was. Um, that was a big venue. Yeah. And everybody was like classified. This one's for our Windsor, Detroit brethren. Sorry, international oh, yeah. listeners. But we're going down a YQG rabbit hole. <laughs> um, it, you, you really figured out who your friends were based on where they sat inside the loop. And after that couple who full on had intercourse in one of the booths, did what they did where they did it if you sat there you were like a pariah (laughs) and i think that's beautiful that we've come up with a social social deductive system to allow us to break ourselves into class kind of like what happened at eat in miss marvel episode two (laughs) um okay so this is we've decided that this is an after show and that you've seen the episodes so you're here to hear about our thoughts and feelings and boy do we ever have a lot of feelings about eat I have feelings about Eid. I have I have feelings about Aman Vellani. Like, who gave her permission to be this charming and cool? Mm-hmm. Um, Brampton. <laughs> oh, is she from Brampton? Uh, she's either from Brantford or Brampton. But it's, it's one of the Bs. I feel like I it's Brampton. It's Brampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. She's so cool. Oh, yes. How old is this girl? She's like 16, 15. And I'm like, man, that level of, like, confidence. I know she's an actress, but, like... Come on. Yeah. What are they uh, teaching the kids? uh, To be themselves. And that will guide you to your life success. Man. When I was in high school, it was very, like, not okay to be gay. And I was like, 
one year or too early from when Glee happened. And when Glee happened, that was like the renaissance that the world, well, extremely problematic and like traumatic in hindsight. But like Glee was like the start of accept people and all that. And I was like, man, I was one year away from that. Yeah. How would have things been different? Who knows? Uh, I went back to visit my high school uh, maybe like five years after I graduated. Mm-hmm. And it was at the time when like all of the all of the kids were like thin and androgynous and they all listened to Good Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> and they were the popular kids. We missed out. Yeah. Uh, uh, just in case you're listening to the podcast instead of looking at the video version of this podcast... Um, we are, don't let our, (laughs) well, you don't know how old we are just by looking, but don't also let our good skin fool you. We are, but two elderly ladies. We are. Um, We're aunties. We're aunties. (laughs) Yeah. So like I, my, my time in high school was when, uh, Abercrombie and Fitch and like campus crew and that whole like preppy preppy was code for white like white and popular. oh yeah yeah but it was just coming out of that though because there are still preppy kids who played rugby and soccer and field hockey who were also fourth chair in band i say fourth chair because they were still there mm-hmm. however they provided great backup anyway <laughs> <laughs> they ain't never gonna get the melody sorry no, no solo for you miss thing right oh shit sorry it, that was just it was just like the it's so stupid as like a nerd like perfect revenge it's like ha, 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 ha. here i am sitting in my first chair position with you all the way back there <laughs> yeah eat my saxophone bitches okay Anyway, so (laughs) so in this episode, we get a lot more Bruno, a lot more uh, of her skill set and power set. And we get a lot more, um, a lot more Eid. (laughs) And, and uh, what is, what is his name? Do you remember? Kamran. Yes. We get a new. I thought I knew who you were talking about, but okay. We we get a new. (laughs) Also equally charming, also equally adorable character. Yeah, Kevin. he's so lovely. <gasps> yes. Yeah. So the kids all go to a party, and I love how the geeks are not afraid to go to a party. Yeah. They're well, like, yeah. Fuck it, we're going. Yeah. No cares. Or was it's... it Nadja? Is it Nadja? Um, no. Nadia. I think it's Nakia. N A K I A. But um, one thing I will say, uh, Kamran's introduction was just like the tiniest bit of ham-fisted, like the jumping off the pool or jumping off the cliff into the pool and then coming out with no shirt on. It's just the tiniest bit of forced to me. Yeah. That ain't realistic, sis, but this is also a superhero show, so whatever. (laughs) Just saying. I'll tell you what's more realistic. It was a little fabricated. Mm. Um, It was great. Oh, yes. So it turns out he's not. Uh, oh, sorry, the party that they're at, it gets raided. So he's like, I've got a car. Everyone jump in. And Bruno's like, okay. <laughs> mm, Bruno's a little jelly. Mm-hmm. 
because he's sitting in the back seat, and all the while Kamala is in the front seat. Kamala, I keep forgetting. It's no. pronounced two different ways. Would it be Kamala? Ka- Kamala? Kamala? Wait, yes. she corrected somebody's. <laughs> Damn it! This is because her teacher episode. was calling her Camelia. Yes, that that is wrong. <laughs> Which is wrong completely. Um. I I, th- I say it the way I do because of Ka- Kamala Harris, which is not I how guess. you say it. Kamala. Yeah. Slower. Okay. Ms. Marvel. She's Ms. sitting Marvel. in the. She's. <laughs> Cammy. She's mm. sitting in the front, and they're talking about how um. Uh, he's offering because of what it's his like rich family member's car. He's like, yeah, you could drive it sometime. Yeah. And Bruno immediately. <laughs> episode one slash episode two intro flashback. Mm. Um, it's not good. <laughs> she's meant to. Tea. No, she's not. She's meant to fly. Okay, so she crashes the car. A spoiler alert. Uh, but Bruno is like immediately like she failed. She will not be driving with you. <laughs> that was yeah. Um, he shut that down quick. Yeah, that was super cute. Um, but it, it, it leads to more sort of like more of a friendship, more encounters with Cameron. It does. A very cute encounter. I forget the name of the place. Um, oh, it's an Indian slash Pakistan. I think it's a Pakistani restaurant. Is it something spice? Yes, it's something spice. And I can't remember the first. It's not curry spice. There. Anyways. Uh, very fun little lunch date, though. I assume it's lunch because they say, see you later for dinner. But uh, they run into Kamala's brother, whose name now I can't remember. And we're going to scroll up to... <laughs> Amir. It's mm-hmm. Amir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he with his fiance? He is. In that scene? Okay. Whose name I most certainly do not remember. Um, yeah. Taisha. Taisha and Amir. Yes. But yeah, that was a fun scene where um, Kamran kind of, you know, I think threw the whole, the traditional family unit back into Amir's face and was like, oh yeah, I'm like one of your cousins. Like, it was very like, you have so many cousins, you can't keep track. And like, he really played into that. So that was, it was kind of a, a nice way to kind of, for them to poke fun with their, um, not, like just poke fun with their family unit, I guess, because they have a really big family. Oh, yeah, and Amira's like, oh, yeah, I think I remember you. We call you, we gave you this nickname. Yeah. And, and like, uh, Taisha? Taisha. She clearly sees through it. She's the smartest person in that room. Like, yeah. <laughs> Aside from every, everybody but Amir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And I, I like how they, uh, I like how they did it so subtly because technically, uh, I think if she was more of a fund, like if she was more fundamentalist, like Muslim, or mm-hmm. more strict Muslim, um, she, she one I notice uh, Kamala does not wear a head covering, and she is out in public with somebody who is male who is not family. Yeah, and they but, she kind of touches upon that with her friend Nakia in the bathroom when Nakia is mm-hmm. talking about the hijab. Mm-hmm. Because she wears one, yeah. Yeah, she wears one, and she was explaining her rationale for it. But, like, they they touch upon these issues in a very, like, sincere, but also, like, 
quite casual and commonplace for a Muslim person to talk about. Like this feels like a conversation they would have off the cuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I get a little bit of backstory to that, which is cool. I would be remiss, though. I'm sorry. I know we talked about feel so good already, but I would be remiss to talk about after uh, Kamala meets Kamran, the incredibly pink lighted um, cutaway scene, dream sequence of Kamala singing Be My Baby, lip syncing Be My Baby by the Runettes. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> Giving all kinds uh-huh. of life. Um, to people who aren't even watching the show. People who weren't watching the show suddenly had like a light flicker on and they're like, hmm, I do subscribe to Disney Plus. Something <laughs> is calling me to it. And it was that scene. It was that pink lighted scene. The I guess the pink lights are so vivid in my head. I'm like, that is pink wash. Yeah. You washed her in pink. Um, so good. It was good. Yeah, because I like that scene. Every girl... Someone right now is doing it, where they're singing to that song. Also, too, I feel like that's a. It was maybe, or maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it was like an effective way to like show the hybrid culture between this Muslim-raised girl in America. Because that's a very American song. Do you know what I mean? It was like it kind of like, not that it Americanized her, but like it showed her dual, um, you know, culture. Dual, yeah cultural identity really well because you know she inter- cuts it with like grabbing something out of the fridge and like and her parents you know say you know how was the party i think they said or whatever um so that was very clever yeah was- and also i like how her mom um they chose to come to america so that their kids could be whoever they want so yeah um it really it it shines a light on people who are muslim it there are different types it's there are they're not just like, you know, they're not all. I hate saying it, and we're gonna get shadow banned if I say the word T E R R. I know. R I. They're not being. They're not being um, typecast. They're not being like. Yes. Yeah, I they're, get that. They're a family, um, just like there are all kinds of different Christians. There are all kinds of different Muslims, and the cons are a different type. I think. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. they're it's, living an American dream while still living their cultural heritage, like living their true culture. Yeah, while still living. Sometimes I feel like it's sad that we have to have this conversation in 2022 still, but like we unfortunately do. Do you know what yes. I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, how can somebody not think that? Like, why? I don't know. Why do people just first think like, you know, Muslim bad or Muslim danger? And it's like. Oh my God, have we just, we've been dealing with this for so long. Like, get over it. They're people. Yeah. yeah. When, when, like, when was 9 11 again? 20, 21 years ago. 21 years. It was 2001. Oh, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> we definitely should not say that word on this podcast because then we will get, we'll get followed by the feds. <laughs> the FBI <laughs> will be tracking this podcast and then our new account will double. <laughs> Hello, Agent Smith. <laughs> Agent, white person, last name. <laughs> okay, cut that. Cut that out. No, leaving it. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so um, speaking of living their, uh, living, living and breathing a cultural heritage that is rich and fucking dope, um, I, we get to see something that I don't see often in American media. Like, yes, 
Mm-hmm. Fucking E, dude. Yeah. Like, um, being from like the Windsor area and living in being from living in that community within the last twenty years. Twenty. Yeah, you were there a while. Yeah, two thousand three. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Um, it, the community celebrated Eid. So I was, uh, it, it became something that I said all the time, like Eid Mubarak all the time, but I didn't ever go to Eid celebrations. I didn't ever know anybody who would invite me. Thanks a lot, friends. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's, it, people and i feel like that's uh, might be the same experience for a lot of people um um is just not being able to partake in like cultural celebrations the cultural celebrations of their international brethren or their like poc brethren so you know I'm nice dra- well this is kind of a loose comparison but i was going to say when you brought that up in terms of the city of windsor ontario that made me think of uh carousel of nations which is not like it's not it's not Eid focused, but I'm just saying like it kind mm-hmm. of gave me that like cultural boom. Here's Italian village, here's Hungarian village, bo bo bo. Here's Filipino village, you know like it's Polish village. The Polish one was wild. <laughs> it was out of control. <laughs> yeah, it's like do you, did you hear rumors about the discotheque in in um in old Poland back home? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> The Orthodox Church became a dance club, a vodka-fueled dance club after sometimes after six p.m. <laughs> oh my God! They don't they don't care. They'll do whatever they please mm. on Ottawa Street. Mm. <laughs> they own that street. <laughs> if you think otherwise, you're a fool. <laughs> yes. No one went there to eat food. <laughs> no one went in there for cultural dancing. You went to get and... obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> So fun. Anyways. <laughs> I no, feel it's... like our our carousel paths never crossed, but they no, should have. They should... Yeah, man. It was wild times. I was I, I mostly was luxuriating at the Greek <clears throat> village eating honey balls, but that's oh the honey balls are amazing. Yeah. I can't find those anywhere up here. Well, I mean, I live in a small town, but I mean even the closest city I can't find them. Oh yeah. Um, I think the closest I've been is uh, Indian um, uh, gulab jamun, but it's it's super saturated in mm. comparison to because these are just honey coated deep fried yeasty balls. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Eid. Eid. Mm, well. um, <laughs> uh, Nakia takes us through the different <gasps> levels of living. Eid. Yes, the the Eid, the brothers, <laughs> the different groups that you'll find at typical celebrations. At, the at Moss these, Bros. Yes, the typical cultural celebrations. And it, like, I almost died. I feel like everyone uh, with a rich cultural history outside of Canada can relate to these types of uh, celebrations. Because you... Like the whenever we went to Vietnamese parties, I'm not Vietnamese, but there were cliques the way that there are cliques at Eid. Yeah. Um, no matter what, like I'm Thai and Laotian by heritage, weddings were the type of place you saw this shit. Yes, that would be the most common venue you would accept. The, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you. all I the aunties, you. all the aunties, it's a wedding, just it's a Thai wedding. The bar is not open. 
they're in the kitchen selling drink tickets. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, di- I didn't know that. That's okay. Yeah. And then they're also like, but also the night before making food and eating food. And nice. also at the same, the same day, continuing to make more food and eat the same food. It's, it's insane. It, it's like a, it's like a 48 hour food festival in one woman's kitchen. Oh my god, it sounds amazing. It sounds exhausting, oh, yeah. though. And yeah, the things, like... The things people do for their family unit, I'm like, man, you must have so much energy, because I can't imagine. No, not anymore. That's, no. I'm, I'm completely sapped. In this economy? Come on. <laughs> you get, you're all getting KD, and you're going to like it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I might mix it up, put a little salt and pepper in it. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yet. You're good. Okay. So we get Eid, which is really nice. And uh, nice to see, uh, because, again, a lot of us watching may not have been exposed to or not have seen um, what Eid is all about. So it's just a cultural celebration, much mm-hmm. like every other cultural celebration. There may be prayers. I'm pretty sure it's the end of fasting, right? Um, yes. Or is that <laughs> We should verify that. because that We would should, because be... I feel like I'm confusing it with Ramadan. Oh, um, there it is. Everything is a, just in case all y'all white folks needed to know, everything, just like your celebrations, is a celebration at night with food. <laughs> um, just the protein changes. The pr- Yeah, I'm not getting like a, they internationally, Muslims use it as a greeting for use on the feast. Oh, it's a term. Oh my God, it's a term. It's a blessed feast slash festival. Okay. Yeah, it's not giving me the context of when it takes place in a very quick manner. I'm sure I could find it, but we got we got troops to entertain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, they're there. Like Nancy Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Saluting y'all. Here's the thing. Um, the most important thing, the most important takeaway about the Eid celebration is that um, some dumb kid is Snapchatting or snapping. Mm-hmm up in the one of the highest towers the mosque and big surprise drops his phone and falls out of the tower um which uh, and this is where you get your great responsibility moment from kamala and she is like do i hero right now yeah the decision is yes uh so she somehow gets into her costume yeah that little ham-fisted there, but I'll allow it because the show is so fun. I'm allowing it certain concessions. <laughs> but dude, yeah. her reaction to, like, trying to calm him down, like, what's your favorite food? And he's like, ice cream pizza. <laughs> he says he puts ice cream on pizza. She's like, that's so weird. Like, just, like, her reaction is so, like, she's funny. It's going to yeah. funny. I love her. <laughs> yeah, that's a little, hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's like, you're trying to calm him down not judge his entrance yeah. to into so funny. heaven <laughs> it was such like a human like reaction to something so bizarre like she just could not contain her humanity in that moment she just had to let it out She's like, that's so weird mm-hmm. it was great <clears throat> uh so she uh she ends up saving she ends up saving him she uses her powers and believes in herself enough to develop the light what the hard light they're calling it hard light yes yeah um, and she clumsily saves him Yes, because there is some showboating that happens. Oh, some prideful showboating that leads to 
additional falling. Some of the hard light falters, the boy falls a little more, and then she has to kind of cast hard light to break his inevitable fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. So he lands a little hard on a car, and everybody's really worried, and then that makes her question herself. It's like, okay, I am this hero. Initially, she ha- she there was a full save. And had there not been like a little bit of <clears throat> reception from her and yeah. a little bit of showboating, she would have recognized that the job wasn't done completely. And I think that comes with experience and age. Yeah, I'd say she's 15 still. She's going to, yeah. And like, she also, you have to keep in mind too, she grew up in a Avengers world. So she sees that it, like, I know she's still trying to hide her identity, but she's still able to make that concession that she's not entirely fearful of being a superhero because she has so many role models to look up to, right? So it makes sense as a kid that she would showboat and not be afraid to showboat, even though, like, you know, pride comes before the fall. It's maybe tacky for us, but, like, as a kid, you know, it makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I... Uh, I agree with you, though. It's uh, It comes with age and experience. But then, as he's saved and Kamala runs away, or sorry, Miss Marvel at this point, she's she's in costume, then she is ambushed by Agent Cleary. And we get a little little showdown, a little showdown of Ruth over there. Um, again, I hate to bring it back, but, like, there's an earlier scene with Agent Cleary, and I forget her partner's name, but he's also a, a dillweed. But they they talk about um, sweeping all the South Asian places of worship in the tri-state area or whatever. And I'm like, you losers. You know, but as but always, like, you're two steps behind. As always, you're two steps behind. And like, it's obviously very racial profiling. I hope they go somewhere with this. But at the same, like, yeah, I guess, like, unfortunately, we as a society still need to have that conversation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um so I maybe hopefully they'll do something with that um, that line of logic though. <clears throat> um, but anyways, so yeah, they they get into a, a tiny little tussle, like a thirty second action scene, and she's able to escape their drones and escape them, and she falls on the other side of the van. And who picks her up? And their nice and their nice Benzi is Kamran. Cousin Kamran. <laughs> cousin Kamran, who cousin. is probably not her, yeah, not her cousin, but also possibly not even a Kamran. Who knows what his real name is? It, yeah. it could be Kamran. I don't know. But he is not who he says he is. That's no. For sure. However, um, he's got his mama in the back. Yeah. And like, okay, was there some sort of like hint of like, I mean, he does bring up that him and his mom moved from the UK. Like, do we get any other indication of what her intentions are? No, not even a little. We're yeah. all speculating yeah. at this point. And maybe there's this is something a, now a in the podcast. Yeah, maybe there's something in the comics that can like shed some light on this, which is leading me to borrow every volume of Ms. Marvel from the library. Nice. I mean, I own a comic book store. I can't even order these books. Damn. So, yeah, very popular. <laughs> That's good, though. Yeah, I mean, the stock is coming in for anyone who is not me and caring. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's see. Yeah. Uh, do we do we say who mom is? Is it the agent? I can't even remember. Oh, I no, it's not the agent. Agent? Oh wow, Kamran's mother. mother. Nim- uh, Nimrod. Oh, 
And she she did appear to Kamala in a vision at one point when Kamala's powers were acting up, right? Yes. Yes, oh, that okay. is her. So I forgot to mention this. I, this is the one thing I thought was really super cool about the show. So in the comics, while Kamala is uh, sort of developing her powers, she doesn't really have a Bruno. She just stumbles through it. But yeah. the same sort of like glistening cloud-filled visions of Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. In the books, Carol Danvers is the person in her visions. Who's co- the, she's the figure that's coming oh. to her. I love how they've written her out mm-hmm. and made it somebody's mother. So it looks like the origin of her power. Maybe there's a long line of, there's a long history from her culture where the bangles are part of it and they maybe are also aliens. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. But also... Um... I mean, that's T. That's probably what they're going with this. And that makes sense with kind of the way a lot of these other MCU shows are going. Like, we have, um, uh, not Secret Wars, uh, Invasion. What's the Invasion one called with uh, Nick Fury coming out soon? Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. That's the word. Um, So that makes sense. And actually, too, there was another um, intergalactic connection. I don't know if you caught it. You probably did, because you're, like, super smart. but the uh, while she was driving in the car with Kamran, as I think it was when he picked them all up from the party and like Bruno was in the backseat, they were talking about like the sweatshop boys and like different actors and stuff. And they brought up Kingo, who is from the Eternals, who is played by Kumal um, Nanjiani. Yeah, they they name drop him and he's he's a celestial, right? So or that's not the right term. He is an eternal. He is not a celestial. So. <laughs> I, it's we're getting some of that loose connective tissue to the to the otherworldly, mm-hmm. which I mean, like I shouldn't be surprised because like Miss Captain Marvel is otherworldly, anyways. But like we're getting more of that coming in, and at a nice rate. We're not overdoing it. Mm-hmm. Super chill. For Into now. It. For now, yeah. Um, but so far, do you miss Moon Knight? Or are you okay with this? Show? <laughs> <laughs> how we dare laugh. you bring? <laughs> how dare you say? Uh, i'm sorry oscar isaac i'm sorry i love him i love everybody in that show i loved layla ethan hawk i ironically loved i loved oscar isaac but not the t big cgi hippo love her it was very very 2004 yeah which is always the biggest insult because that also that's what I call the Venom movies. Very, very O four of you. Yeah, like, <laughs> for me, that's the the New Mutants movie. A little too late. Oh yeah, Poor, too so way bad. too little, way too late. I feel so bad for that movie. It got like bummed at every turn. Do you know turn. what's really just really messed up too is that I can see us going to the theater in two thousand whatever to see that movie and going that was so awesome and mm-hmm. then. That would be our experience, except for they never released it on time. They released it, it like three years later. Yep. And effectively messing that up for everybody involved. But it whatever. It yep. was a bomb. Okay. So we highly recommend that you watch Miss Marvel. God damn it. Do it. Do it now. So good. <sighs> and so good. Uh, and listen to our after show because it is truly <laughs> the only Marvel Disney Plus after show I know about. Plus a little peacemaker and some games and tier lists. 
and some screen killer tier lists, you know, just like the basics, nothing crazy. Oh, we didn't even talk about what's happening in Scream. Did you see the new cast? Jolie, do we have time? We have, I have so much to say about Scream. First of all, it's filming three hours from me. <laughs> I, I might have to go today. I might have to drive to Montreal. It, it would be rude for me not to, in, mm-hmm. in the name of this podcast. Also, I follow, I'm a lot on like the Scream Twitters. Like I follow a lot of the users. There is a Scream user who has flown or no, they've driven from Toronto to Montreal and they have been arrested four times for trespassing on the set. Deranged. I'm like, is this the movie? Like, has it gone so meta that like we're watching this obsessed fan watch this filming about a franchise about obsessed fans? Like the tea is it's juicy. It's piping hot. It's, it's tragic, though. <laughs> it's messy. Ugh, yeah, it is. Come on, guys. I know, Stop. that's not cool. That's not... Like, if somebody asks you to leave once, that's cool. But, like, he's, like... They were, like, taking pictures with the directors and stuff in, like, their hotel lobby and stuff. Like, that's too far. That's not a lot. Uh, I don't know. You don't but... need to know these people by name. No. <laughs> no, you don't. They just enjoy the product they make. Yeah, and be like, thank you for doing what you do. (laughs) My goodness. Also, stop harassing the directors because Nev Campbell's not in it. The directors want her. It was the studio that did not pay her. So if you're a Scream stan out there, please don't harass Radio Silence or the other actors. Like, it's not their fault. They want Nev Campbell there. Yeah, and like, start (sighs) do do what you do best, which is start petitions. Did you sign the Nev Campbell petition? Absolutely. Okay, thank God. Oh. We need, if if my power cannot bring back the verse and Firefly, like, let it bring back <laughs> Nev Campbell to, to scream. To scream. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Our Canadian sister needs us. Well, she doesn't, yeah. she doesn't need us, but we want her to, you know. We need her. <laughs> we need her. <laughs> Come on. And we need her to be respected. Yes. yes. But, uh, sorry, news cast members. Um, yeah. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, I immediately was like, which one's the killer? <laughs> That's what I thought, too. I'm like, one of you's... I also... Okay, this has turned into an unofficial Scream episode. Uh, I have a very strong, strong feeling that an existing character will be Ghostface this time as well. Kirby. Yeah, I would love that. I would love Kirby to be Ghostface. But again, it. I feel like with an existing character that's survived and like been attacked, you know, and stuff... It's going to be really hard to write because Scream movies are fairly realistic. Like, it's really hard to write that, like, that pathos for someone being a survivor and then turning into a killer. Like, it's, you got to have really good writing for that. Yeah. But I would love if Kirby was Ghostface. Mm-hmm. It would make me so happy. Yeah. Depending on where she's been this whole time, <clears throat> we'll spell, you know. Also, the T is apparently Emma Roberts has been spotted a 27-minute drive from Montreal. Which is a little weird. But she, like, died in Scream... Spoiler, died in Scream 4. So I'm very curious as to what's going on there. But we might get an Emma Roberts cameo? I don't know. Maybe somebody sees visions of Emma Roberts. Kirby would make sense, because that was her best friend. Haunted by visions. So if you want to know more, we did tier lists. 
oh yeah you can catch all of those previous episodes um you can find the video and the audio at comicbooksyndicate.com or you can just listen on spotify itunes apple podcasts podcasts literally anywhere you find your favorite podcast you can just search full volume podcast or hashtag fbp or the comic book syndicate network and we're there every single episode of everything that we do till the end of time that's us but this has been i am one of your illuminantes with all the tea harvey brent and i am i've been your other auntie i've been your love another illuminanti with the tray for the tea we share you an experience and until next time, keep it loud. Keep it at full volume. Bye. Bye.